What's happening guys, Sam Adams here and welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report, the daily gaming news show that brings you everything you need to know from around the gaming industry. You can find the show five days a week, Monday through Friday on YouTube and podcast services around the world or on medium.com slash Report, where a written daily rundown is put up in collaboration with the rest of the content that I make, a very exciting way to take in the news. But with that being said, we've got some very big stories to cover today because Resident Evil 3's remake is apparently apparently real and has been in development for some time. In fact, it could be coming out in 2020. Nice. Then Half-Life Alex got its full reveal yesterday. There is a minute and a half roughly trailer that shows you what you can expect from the brand new game from Valve. And I must admit, looks better than I thought that it would. Unfortunately, VR only. But at the same time, it's more Half-Life, so hey, why not? Then Catan, the Settlers of Catan game, is making its way to augmented reality world. Sounds like some kind of thing next to Universal and Disney, but uh, yes, you are going to be getting Catan on your phone. I'm not sure why I said it like Catan with, a, with an H in the middle of it. Uh, then Sony is allegedly making a Crash Bandicoot movie, and finally Bad North Joden Edition is this week's Epic Game Store freebie, and you can totally pick that up again for free. So if it's free, why wouldn't you get it? Again, it's a free game. But that is our lineup for today's show, and I hope you enjoy what we discuss. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. First off, Capcom will follow its successful Resident Evil 2 remake with a new version of Resident Evil 3, a report today suggests. This comes from YouTuber Spawnwave, who said it was on track for a 2020 launch. Eurogamer has heard of the project also. Sources close to its development suggest it has been in development for some time, although the franchise's upcoming multiplayer portion, Project Resistance, is currently being given the spotlight. Development on the game has been hinted at more or less by Capcom itself in the past. The developers suggested more remakes of its classic back catalog would follow if Resident Evil 2 sold well. And considering the positive fan response to the brilliantly creepy Resi 2 redo, the fact that Resi 3 is in development should be of little surprise. In fact, I would also say, to insert here, uh, the game is on track to outsell the original by the end of the year, so that just puts into perspective how big this game actually is. It's terrifying Mr. X was a standout, and of course the modding community went to town, and of course, you can always check out the Resident Evil 3 HD texture pack that gives you a glimpse at what could be possible with a Resident Evil 3 remake, but I would say undoubtedly, it looks like this is going to be much bigger than any kind of HD texture pack. Now, first off, for those that have not actually sat down and played Resident Evil 2's remake, you need to. It's a contender for Game of the Year for a reason. It's one of the best games that I have played in 2019 uh, because it takes that atmosphere that came from the original and really just fills it out with the modern tech that we have today. Totally worth diving into. Uh, but I am definitely down for this. I would love to see, as the thumbnail on the YouTube video showed, uh, an HD version of Nemesis, the disgusting tyrant of uh, the world of Resident Evil 3 and the story of Resident Evil 3. But regardless, very excited to see this coming to light. Is a 2020 launch really viable, though? Uh, if it was coming in 2020, you would have to have started on this project at least two or three years ago. Uh, so, assuming they predicted the success of Resident Evil 2, you could be seeing Resident Evil 3 hit in 2020. And my question is, was the success of Resident Evil 2 the key to greenlighting the rest of the project. So if the remake hadn't been well received, would they have canned Resident Evil 2's, or excuse me, Resident Evil 3's remake in exchange for focusing entirely on Project Resistance? Was that kind of the backup plan? Uh, how exactly did this go down? And of course, 
everything will be revealed in hindsight in a couple of years. Uh, but very excited to see Resident Evil 3 getting a remake, because if any franchise is definitely benefiting from remakes, it is Resident Evil. And normally I'm not one for uh, pointless remasters or pointless remakes, but there is actually a purpose to remaking the Resident Evil games. They're good, and they look good, and they play very well whenever you apply some modern technology. Uh, but again, 2020 looks to be the year for Resident Evil 3's remake, according to YouTuber Spawnwave, and in collaboration and combination and confirmation from the guys at Eurogamer. However, Half-Life Alex is a full-length game set before Half-Life 2, and it's free for Index owners. Nice. After teasing it earlier this week, Valve has now unveiled Half-Life Alex, a VR romp set between the events of Half-Life and Half-Life 2, when Alex and her dad, Eli Vance, form the resistance to defend the planet against the alien combine forces. Though a VR exclusive, Valve says it will otherwise be a full-featured and full-length Half-Life game with exploration, combat, puzzles, and a new story, even if it's not one that moves the stalled saga forward. According to Valve designer Greg Coomer, it's taken playtesters as long to finish Half-Life Alex as it does to complete Half-Life 2, though it could be longer depending on how how much exploring and mucking around you do. Half-Life 2 takes around 15 hours to complete. Gabe Newell says VR has energized Valve. Quote, we've invested a lot of ourselves in the technology, but we're also game developers at heart, and to be devoting ourselves to a VR game this ambitious is just as exciting. For that to come in the form of Half-Life feels like the culmination of a lot of things we care about. Truly great games, cutting-edge technology, and open platforms. Half-Life Alex is due out in March 2020, when it will be available on all PC-based VR headsets, not just Index. If you do own an Index, however, you will get it for free, along with bonus content including alternate gun skins to embellish Alex's arsenal and Alex-themed content for Counter-Strike Global Offensive. The game will appear in your Steam library automatically at release, and you will get it even if you only own the Index controllers rather than the full VR kit. Everyone else will need to shell out 60 bones. I've still not been seduced by VR yet, the author says, with my sole device, the Gear VR, stuck in a cupboard since I got rid of the compatible Samsung phone. Half-Life Alex may very well be the game to change that, however. It's not Half-Life 3, and it continues to boggle the mind that Valve still hasn't announced plans to continue a story that's been left hanging for more than a decade, but it's close. That will be playing... Excuse me, that will be playing as the most likable character in the franchise is good encouragement. There we go. Half-Life Alex is listed on Steam, and more details are up at halflife.com if you did want to dive in and give it a look. And of course, here are some screenshots, as you can see. A very good-looking VR game. Now, for me, the most experience I've had with VR is just watching other people play it. I've never actually put on a VR headset because I'm not made of money, and PlayStation VR never really was that appealing to me, uh, considering that is the most accessible option right now in terms of prosumer, uh, pro-quality VR experiences. Now, I will be the first to admit, oh boy. This is very intriguing. Now, the specs for uh, the game itself are very high. You need a very high-end PC to actually run this game. Because, again, you have to consider that this is a screenshot for a virtual reality game. Okay, let that sink in for a minute. You know, take that in. You are able to look around this world and see these textures, see this amount of quality all around you in a 360-degree kind of fashion. Your computer has to render this. You see the lighting coming through the door over there? Not incredibly impressive. This is not, of course, RTX or anything like that, but still very impressive. With that being taken into consideration, yes, you are going to need a very beefy piece of hardware to actually run uh, this game. But is it worth it? 
I very well think this could be a groundbreaking VR game because there have been games that have proven VR is capable of bringing a classic awesome gaming experience, but at the same time, there are so many titles that act as tech demos, that act as proof of what the technology itself can do. Half-Life Alex to me, seems to be less of a tech demo and more of a fully fleshed out experience that takes advantage of where VR has come uh, and really puts it into a fantastic uh, digestible format that changes the game in a way uh, because of the technology that is now at our disposal. Now, the one thing that really stood out to me in the announcement trailer, which of course you can check out, is the fact that on the shelves, you can see people uh, that are playing rifling through uh, the stuff that is there. If you need to move a bucket to get a better line of sight on an enemy or stalking around, you can see stuff through the shelves themselves. If you are looking for a bullet, you can rifle through what's on the shelves, find a bullet, that kind of stuff. That's not really something we've seen before in the world of VR. That's an in-depth world, and I think that's what's going to put this VR experience up above the rest is that instead of having this kind of on-the-rails shooter-esque experience, you literally are able to go into the world itself and wander around, find out what you want to do, and do it. It's not open world, but it's more open world than I've seen before, and it's more engrossing, it's more encapsulating than anything that I have really seen in the VR space. Now, with that being said, plenty of other games out there worth playing in VR, but this one could sell some indexes without a doubt. And again, it's coming in March 2020, and there's a full trailer up if you did want to dive in and give it a look. However, Settlers of Catan is the latest game to make the jump to AR, that is augmented reality. Settlers of Catan is an iconic 24-year-old board game in which players compete to establish colonies on a fictional island called Catan, the game board. It's easy to learn, deeply strategic, and now it looks like it's coming to AR. As TechCrunch reported, it seems like work has begun on a new version of the classic game called Catan World Explorers. It would, as the game site put it, transform the entire Earth into a board game, which in this case probably doesn't mean the return of colonialism. And yes, Niantic, the company behind Pokemon Go and Harry Potter Wizards Unite, two popular augmented reality games, is in fact involved. While Niantic has been tight-lipped about the whole thing, it did confirm to The Verge that it is involved in the game's creation. Catan World Explorers is being developed on the Niantic real-world platform, and we'll have more information to share on the title in 2020, the company wrote. It looks cool too, so it seems as though players will be able to interact with NPCs and other people to trade materials and the like, and you'll be playing for victory points as you do in the board game. This is not the first time Catan has jumped to a platform beyond the game board. There are versions of the game for smartphones and consoles. It is, however, the coolest. I'm mostly curious, the author says, about constructing roads and settlements and how that will work in the game world. Will they be persistent like Death Strandings? And how will resource gathering work? Will players be grouped into teams? Nobody knows, at least not yet, but I am excited to see the answers to these questions. And I must admit, I'm also excited to see the answers to these questions as well. But uh, if you are a big fan of Settlers of Catan, I have good news for you. Looks like the game is going to be making the jump to augmented reality, and I think this one could be a pretty good fit because of what I've been seeing with Minecraft Earth. And for those that are not familiar with Minecraft Earth, it essentially allows you to play Minecraft in your living room, on your street, wherever you might be, you can build stuff in your augmented reality world. And Settlers of Catan, as you can see from the screenshots, takes advantage of that same kind of concept. Of course, it's more Pokemon Go than it is Minecraft Earth, uh, but to be able to build on your plot of land, to be able to use road schematics potentially here uh, that are able to, you know, emulate what you see in your real world and what you know in your real world, that would be very, very cool to me. 
Now, of course, uh, the main draw here, if it is being compared to Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and Pokemon Go, is the ability to essentially wander around, collect things, get you moving. That's the idea behind this. Uh, but nevertheless, very excited to see what exactly comes of this entire project. And of course, as a uh, not aficionado, but as somebody who has watched Catan in the past, I am very, very excited to see where this one ends up going. Not every game can fit, though. I will say that I'm tempering my expectations because Pokemon, obviously, easy. You can wander around collecting these little monsters. With Harry Potter, sure, you can cast spells, wander around, do things. How is it going to work with the Catan? Yet to be seen. Now, another thing that I'm not sure how it's going to work, Sony is allegedly making a Crash Bandicoot movie. But it could be fake, but it could be real. As the ill-fated Uncharted movie and recently established PlayStation productions can attest, excuse me, Sony's a fan of video game adaptations. The problem it has is getting its ideas off the whiteboard and into actual cinemas. The two Angry Birds films prove it's capable, though, and there are all sorts of rumors swirling around a Crash Bandicoot conversion right now. According to the website, we got this covered. Citing unnamed sources, it claims to have shared accurate information with it in the past. The manufacturer will having a new flick featuring its former mascot in the works. Given that Activision retains rights to the Manic Marsupial, it is more likely to be a Sony Pictures joint than a PlayStation project. Of course, it does make sense. Crash Bandicoot's Insane Trilogy and Crash Team Racing Nitro-Fueled have reignited interest in the character, and he's currently plastered all over PS4 bus banners in the UK. The hero also seems like a solid fit for some kind of animated movie, perhaps similar to the recent Ratchet & Clank adaptation, although hopefully better than that. With talk of a new game also in the pipeline, it seems like the future is bright for the popular PS1 protagonist, and that will come as good news for fans of the franchise after he spent most of a decade dormant. Indeed, whether this rumor turns out to be true or not, it's clear that the outspoken Coots got a lot of life left under that orange fuzz. What a strange article. Uh, anyways, this is coming to us from PushSquare.com, again, as originally reported by We Got This Covered. Now, this is not a outlet uh, that I have ever heard of before, so take what I'm saying with a grain of salt here, but this makes sense, and I'll tell you why, and they pointed it out in this Push Square article. Uh, without a doubt, it is the uh, Ratchet & Clank adaptation, because now Crash Bandicoot is beginning to rebound. More and more people are beginning to pay attention to what's happening in the Crash world, and so it is, of course, an IP that is mainly focused towards younger kids between the ages of, I would say, 6 and 12. We'll give it that. Uh, of course, it does have a strong sense of nostalgia for a ton of people. Nothing wrong with that, but it also is catering to a younger generation of new gamers, and that's pretty cool. Uh, so to be able to make a movie featuring the animated marsupial, sure, that makes perfect sense to me. Now, is this in production? Maybe. Again, it's been many, many years and we still don't have an Uncharted movie, so I wouldn't hold your breath on a Crash Bandicoot joint, but it could very well be in development. And according to uh, Push Square, as originally reported by We Got This Covered, sources say it's coming down the pipe. But to round out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report, Bad North Jotun Edition is this week's Epic Game Store freebie. Half-Life Alex finally unveiled today by Valve will be free for everyone who owns an Index VR headset. But what if you don't own an Index VR headset? For the next seven days, you can get Bad North Jotun Edition for free from the Epic Game Store instead. Bad North is a stylish real-time tactics roguelike about an island kingdom, actually a whole bunch of islands being invaded by Vikings. Your job is to hold them off while your people evacuate, a process complicated by the different designs and layouts of each island. Strategy is obviously at the heart of the matter, but here's a strong element of puzzle game to it too. And as we said in our 78 out of 100 review via PC Gamer, it's harsh but fair. 
Moving troops feels like playing with a small box of toys. The soft wind and waves make each island feel like a lovely little haven. The cottages dotting the islands, adding to the wholesomeness. It's all so simple and evocative. Sure, some ominous music plays and there's some bloodstains after a battle, but it barely registers when the rest of what's on screen is so nice. The Jotun Edition includes the July expansion of the same name that adds new items to find, commander traits, and a new enemy type, checkpoint islands, as well as more. It's free for the taking until November the 28th, at which point the 2013 platformer Raymond Legends will take its place. And for the record, Index non-owners also have the option of purchasing Half-Life for 60 bucks. Again, as we discussed earlier, of course, Andy Chalk, clearly excited about Half-Life Alex. Uh, but again, if you did want to dive into Bad North Jotun Edition, it is on the Epic Games Store this week for free, and it is also on Xbox Game Pass if you did want to dive into that. But with that being said, that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. I hope you enjoyed this week's coverage, and if you did, be sure to check out the rest of the shows. If you happen to miss one, and drop likes down below if you are watching on YouTube, or of course, you can always subscribe on a platform of your choosing for the daily podcast. But with that being said, I will talk to you guys next week. Have a phenomenal weekend, and peace.